0: Hello, and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader Podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose, and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about why epic failure, when done right, actually strengthens your leadership. I mean, let's face it, failing, screwing it up, making mistakes, they're all things that we would prefer to avoid like the plague. And yet in our desire to prevent this, we actually also miss out on the good stuff. Because failure approached with the correct mindset and actions leads to rapidly embedded learning. Far increased competence, wisdom, innovation, humility. I mean, really a long list of things that we want to embody as a leader and want our employees to also develop. So failure approached with the wrong mindset actually means we miss out on all of the above And it can lead us to feel things like shame, reduction, contraction, hostility, toxicity. Now, I frequently hear this mantra, fail fast, fail forward. And I've even used it myself. Sometimes it's used correctly. Other times it's like slapping a sticking plaster on a large wound. It's still bleeding, just not quite so obviously in your face. So I'm going to share with you two situations, two real ones that I've witnessed in leadership trainings that I've run. One, we would say, was a genuine epic fail, and one is not such an epic fail. So let's look at the real epic fail. So in this one, there's a guy, we're going to call him Peter, who was creating and presenting his vision for his team, to a group of other leaders. Now, this particular process that we do is nicely broken down into, in, into small steps. Each one completes, builds on the other, and supports given along the way. So the final test of just how it all works means they actually have to present their vision to all the other leaders in the room. Now they've also been creating their team vision and they're all going to present. So what happens is they stand up, they present their vision and we give feedback on what we thought worked well, what we think could actually make it even more powerful. So Peter stood up and he did his thing. And I mean, he did his thing. For whatever reason, he had decided that he didn't need to complete the steps. Well, he had completed the steps, but he decided that when it came to presenting his vision, he could actually abandon all the steps. He didn't need to implement any of the presentation advice. Oh, he did his thing. And what we got was epic boredom. And he got feedback. He was none too impressed with his audience, apparently. <clears throat> he then shrugged his shoulders and with a laugh said, well, fell fast, fell forward, and sat down and clearly indicated for the next person to go up. Now, at this point, I'm like, whoa, mate, hold your horses. And I said to him, what have you learnt? Now, the rest of the conversation went on to illustrate that while he had indeed failed and, let's be honest here, spectacularly at that, Sadly, he hadn't learned anything, no insights, not even regarding our experience of how we heard his vision. Our feedback apparently was completely wrong. Now, he isn't the first person I've overheard use the saying as a mask to give the illusion of learning. Now, the second situation was a coaching practice. Again, they'd been practising the steps and now we were putting them all together. There is a lot to be aware of and no, I do not expect people to be doing everything. And at the end of the session, the observers give their feedback. Now, in this particular instance, was a lady, we're going to call her Jill. Jill had done some things well and yet missed various key aspects. Now... Upon her reflection, she said she'd lost concentration, struggled to find the thread and then just kept on going in the vain hope that the conversation would somehow lead to some insight or solution for the coachee. And it hadn't. Jill described it as an epic fail. And I asked her the same question. What have you learnt?" And there were several things. Useful things. And then I said to her, why did you continue when you realised what was happening? And she thought about it and had even more insights. Now, if ever there was a good use of fail fast, fail forward, then this was it. In 45 minutes, she'd learnt a huge amount. However, she wasn't the only one to benefit. The observers who were still to practice their coaching also commented that they had learnt a lot too. Not only from the observation of the session, but from the quality of reflection and discussion afterwards. This was no epic fail, but epic learning, which didn't stop there and continued as the day went on. Because more pennies dropped and things came together. But also as the course went on, participants were now happily sharing their mistakes and learnings rather than keeping them quiet and to themselves. This was also accompanied by an even greater sharing of what they felt successes were and what they thought had gone really well. Failure was no longer a demon in the room or in their mind. And so really what we see is that nobody sets out to screw up and we do, especially when we're practicing something we're not yet familiar with. Learning something whilst trying to avoid errors means we keep it small. Learning something and putting pressure on yourself to get it 100% right, I mean, that is pressure indeed. As if the thing we're learning isn't going to be challenging enough. So our mindset or attitude to failure whilst we are learning something makes a huge difference in whether we actually really do learn everything we could. Our mindset or attitude to failure while we lead and support others also makes a difference. So if we really want to build a workforce and a workplace that is resilient, agile and innovative, then re-examining our approach to failure could pay dividends. Until the next time.